When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to my podcast, Talk Yo Ish. I'm Tatiana, and I'm not only the hostess with the mostest, but I get people to spill all their tea while learning about their erotic, exotic jobs and professions. Ever wonder what a porn star does on her free time? Well, here it is. So enjoy the show. A lot of times we we want to do things, but not knowing the what, when, how, and where holds us back from doing it. Because yeah. we don't know the how, you know, we don't we never get there. And I learned that you you don't have to worry about that stuff as long as you map out where you want to go. The universe will take care of the rest. As long as you do yeah. what you do is stay consistent the universal uh, uh, take you or, or handle the rest god will handle the rest so a beautiful mess is like in the midst of that i would say i was i was in like a, a extremely toxic relationship um i was a, a starving artist um i was dealing with like the loss of uh two of my closest siblings, my brother and my sister. So pretty much I, I just took the pain, the joy and pain of my life and constructed it into music and just made it there. Basically, you know, in so many ways, like told my story, you know, and it's not, constri- it's, it's just music. It's not constructed as, you know, like an autobiography or anything like that, but those who know me listen to the music and be like, damn, bro, you really went there. I can't believe you said that on the, I know exactly what you, I remember when that happened. So it's, you know, it's just my story, my truth. And like I ended third or I want to say like two is probably, I don't want to call it dark, but it was a theme to two and the focus was like mental health. Was it your mental health? Mine and 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 everybody that that go. I just chose me as the platform, you know, because a lot of people when you hear the word mental, you automatically think crazy. But in reality, we all suffer from some type of mental illness just by being humans. Like we're all products of our environment, and our env- environment is this planet even if you had like a, a a great upbringing and you grew up in a the suburbs you still live in this world you know so that alone kind of qualifies all of us to you know have some type of issues it's just about being comfortable enough to 
address those issues and know? recognize those issues a lot of people how- don't know what they do because of what's happened and um i go through that all the time um, i'm actually graduating with my degree in psychology next year so i want to be able to get on here and be able to talk to people and actually be able to give out advice um but i understand that 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 definitely comes into play of what's going on and who you are and where you where you're going and if you don't recognize that then you can't like there's things that happen when you're little that then you turn around like like certain music makes me nauseous, like um old school R and B, like like really makes me like car sick. And people ask me why, and I'm like, because when I was little, my dad used to put us in the car and drive us around, and make us go to sleep with that music. And I know for a fact that's why I get car sick when I hear like if it's too slow or it's too many of them, I get immediately I'm like, what is going on? Like my stomach just turns. And I love old school music, but it's hard to listen. I have to like cut it up with stuff in between because you have to recognize what makes you do what you do. You have to. Yeah. It's it's certain music that brings back certain moments, like certain feels like, you know, I can remember what I was doing when this song was out. And like sometimes I can hear a song and I can like, I can smell the rooms that I was in or wherever. Like you said, the car and motion sickness and stuff. So I definitely, I can relate it. That's hopefully, I don't know if, you know, cause you, you know, we're, it, it's a different generation, but like, I want to have that type of music. And that's why I was, it was like a lot of pressure with, three because two did so well and when I say did well it like musically that probably was like my breakout project and it's harder to break out because like the era that I came like back then with two we were still making CDs and stuff like that I missed those that was like the the end I caught the end of that era um but People hit me up from um, Canada. I got a guy that hit me up and was like, thank you so much for this project. And um, I appreciate you for having the courage to be so vulnerable with your music. And this music helps me get through life. Because we can relate like back in the day, we loved Tupac. We loved, you know, when they were telling stories and they were real and it wasn't just about banging and this and that. We want to know the inner story. Everybody wants to know whether you're a porn star, whether whatever. We like to know the vulnerability behind that. And if you can't be vulnerable and tell us real life, I mean, everybody knows everybody got problems. Everybody go through a lot of stuff if we can't relate to you, like the fact that I feel like you have a lot of things that you say that I love because in, um, in a male figure, you know, a a woman and a male can't always see eye to eye, but I feel like there's a lot of, of me in you. Um, I'm very (laughs) comedic and you're super serious. (laughs) Uh, Um, What, oh, I see sign? you. Okay, you, my sign. Yeah, uh, I'm a Capricorn. Okay. In December, though. Okay. I was born two days after Christmas. 
What sign are you? I'm a cancer. You're a cancer. You're very serious. Like, you're super serious. I don't know if I can make you laugh. No, nah, um, I'm, I'm actually like a goof. I'm not even going <laughs> to like, but that's just around the people that I'm closest to. I understand. So my kids, they get the most goofiness. They get the, so it's absolute, just, uh, it's annoying, I'm sure, to them at some point. <laughs> I can't help it. When I'm with my kids, that's when I become, I can be a kid. So, um, Well, you know how when you were little, you wanted to be played with. Um, my, my dad goofs more than my mom did. Uh, mom was more serious, but she's actually more, she's, She's very comedic, but she's like a like a raw. She will say something to you and she'll call you fat or, you know, but it's in a it's in a funny way. And then you can't do nothing but laugh. Uh, my dad just just was goofy. He wanted to be a kid. Um, so it's great because you you know how to play with your parents. Like me and my mom will banter back and forth. But it's funny because other people start laughing. They think she's yelling She's just <laughs> has anxiety. Laughter, you know, so I I take advantage of it. Laughter is good for the soul. I I am pretty serious, you know, because it's a lot of responsibility and you know weight on my shoulders, and you know I have to like like all men I have to wake up and be a lion every day, but I try to take it, advantage of that you know, laughing, like, as far as, like, entertainment, I don't, I don't watch a lot of scary movies, um, I watch action movies are cool, but I like comedy more than anything, like, I want to laugh, like, laughing is, it actually extends your lifespan, so, Oh, well, then I'm probably going to live till I'm like 200 because <laughs> yesterday, me and my friends, we went out, we laughed so hard all, for five hours. We like had like lumps in our throat and two of the girls were porn stars and I'm teasing them because I'm like, so now you guys got lumps in your throat <laughs> from something else. <laughs> but for them to go out and we weren't on, I love to take my girls out and we don't have to be this right here. We could be just goofballs and um you know we don't have to always be like sexy and we could just just be us and i loved it because they they were not used to that they have to you know we have to be on all the time and people think that we're just like we're always excited and always ready to hang out and date and like no it's not like that we just want to go somewhere and not talk to anybody and sit in the corner and make noises and and you know because it's hard work it's hard work that's why I say as a, an a artist, I just, I'm going to maintain control of everything. Like, I don't, I'm not looking to sign to a record label. Um, It's 2023. I can put my own music out. You know, I can set up my own shows. I can do all of this stuff, you know, mostly. I mean, granted, you, you do need people, you know, but... Most of these things you can acquire, you know, on your own. I don't want to have a publicist to tell me what to say and what not to say. I don't want to wear makeup. I, I, I hope could, you don't. You know, whatever. I don't want to say whatever is planned or whatever, but, you know. You go with the flow. You're not forcing things. 
who knows, that could be my breakout album and I could go multi-platinum and I'll be the same rose. I still want to be able to hop, wear sandals with socks and, you know, run to the corner store to grab, grab a leaf and I'm just going to be myself. I don't, I'm not, I'm not putting out the energy that, you know, uh, you know, I'm I'm in these streets and I want to kill and uh, I'm I'm hard this that and the third or, you know, I'm I'm a millionaire this I'm a reg I'm me. You know? Did you did you have any sense when you were young where you had to learn to not be in the streets and learn to stay out of trouble? Man, the funny thing is, is I don't, I was never in the streets young. I I got in the streets when when I started having kids and I needed extra money. What they call it? Jumped off the porch? Yeah, well, in that, like, everybody, well, I don't want to say everybody, but to me, I, I, I consider that being a kid. You know, jump, jumping off the porch, being a kid, and then being in the streets is different. Um, but yeah, you know, growing up, yeah, I had my little squad, and, you know, we even like, because for me, it, it was different. I grew up in Mississippi, and when I say it's different, I was born in Florida. My mom moved to Mississippi and it's still segregated there. Yeah. I haven't I haven't been back since uh ninety nine since nineteen ninety nine, but um it it was it's still segregated. So how in Florida you see mixed people all the time. It wasn't that in Mississippi. like I was the only one. I was gonna say, so is your how are you mixed? Is it white and black? Um, my mom is black and I want to say either Choctaw or Cherokee Native American. And my pops is Italian and Jew. That's crazy. So my mom's Italian and my dad's black. He's Nigerian and um, we're Blackfoot Indian. So that's crazy because, again, like you're very light skinned. Uh, like I am and I was always never black enough never white enough um, I always get that still get that to the day um, either the dark girls don't like you then the white girls don't you're black to them you're white to them it's it's always been that way I've always felt segregated in my own little bubble there though it was like once I got here I felt more accepted you know, like it was normal to see other mixed kids it still wasn't like a lot of them, but it was, you know, way more back then. I mean, it's way more now, but it was way more than I was seeing in Mississippi. Yeah, because like you said, you were the only one. I was the only one from first grade to like high to college. And like I would have my teachers pulling me out, like keeping me after class to like ask me personal things about what's going on, like in my home like asking me about my mom my dad and how did they meet and like to them it was just unfathomable like a uh, uh, interracial relationship yeah so I, all of that kind of based like a yes this is your girl k sway k dash s w a y and you're listening to talk your shit talk your ish bitch I'm a part of my character like I always felt like I was different you know and that's Same. because they made me feel that way you know now I embrace it I enjoy 
being different. Like I don't go out my way to be different, but that's why I was saying that the my approach to to really music and everything, and even like in battle rap, um, it's like it kind of hinders me from truly breaking out because. I'm not really willing to do the antics and the extra stuff that it takes to make yourself noticeable. Like Rose will, will sell and be successful simply because he makes great music and people love him and they relate to his story and who he is. Not because of the things that I did in the streets. Correct, yeah. And that's what be so crazy about battle rap because I'll be in front of these guys and they'll be rapping to me stuff I do really did really live like what I'm really on and like what I've, I've really been through and they ain't did that a day in their life. Like yeah. You, but, and I sit there and just eat it all up and, and, and do me, you know, cause at the end of the day, it's all about the, the energy you put out is what you're going to get back in return. Is there someone that you kind of are hoping or hungry to battle? Is there someone that you really think that I put it like I'm more interested in working, making music with certain artists. I'm hungry to make successful records with certain artists than to battle rappers. Like for battle, you know what excite me? a bag when that when that league owner hit me up and say we got this for you to battle so and so i'm to the point now you know i battled danny myers don marino jada nightwing uh i battled bulls the bambino that's on the url app so i've ex i've soup and then i did all of that in a two-year three-year span i super exceeded my expectations like battle rap it's so critical of the sport where, like, in music, like, there's different genres and stuff. In battle rap, it ain't no room for a mumble rapper. Yeah. Even if you, you, you like, in battle rap, you have to have some type of bars and creative, you know, you can't just make the catchy, like. The jingle. Like, it's very technical. So for me, to come from a music background and to step into battle rap and thrive the way I have, I kind of, I'm happy. Are there you any know? gigs that you've turned down as far as maybe TV shows or any that you do turn down just because it just wasn't you? Um, I haven't turned down any TV shows. Um, I, but as far as like battles, um, I'll turn down battles that they don't pay me enough to do or battles that I don't think will strengthen my wave, you know, because I've, I feel like I've done it all as far as people have given me shots. I've elevated, I've came back and gave shots, but you don't want to get stuck as a shot giver. You want to keep going up. So a battle rapper's stock, can potentially like if your stock is low, then the next thing I'm like, well, how much you trying to spend? And then this battles that like a loso, a loso, but with is with his stock, 
it would elevate me. Yeah. But I told you, they got to pay me to battle him too. Yeah. Like where I'm at with it, it's not a, uh, I put in the work, you know? And so I see my myself as a star and a celebrity. I'm just a different type of celebrity. Like, like how, like, and that's, that kind of started when, when I was getting those inboxes and DMs and, and comments on my YouTubes and, you know, about how much that my music, once I started to see how my music and stuff was impacting people, I, I gained a different appreciation. Like the millions and stuff don't determine how successful I am. Like I'm already him. That's just money. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not chasing after nobody in battle rap. I, like I get paid to battle big names, small names, all of that because what I provide, I, I give it a hundred percent. And um, you know, well, I, I'll tell I, you, like I said, you look good out there. Your name, um, the fact that I watch your stance, um, even when other people are in your personal space, I think your stance is very inviting and it looks like you're there to do that job i feel like they're extra um and you definitely are not and i love the head nodding i love the smile um it just makes it like i said you just embrace how you look and it it, it just i feel like it makes other people look silly <laughs> yeah. I, I tried to kind of give rappers a tip on that with the like me like the wardrobe is a part, like what I wear and they're like, I, to me, I, I feel like all of that, like breaks the confidence, you know, cause I'll come in there. Like I'll, I'll show up to all my battles looking like money. I love perfume, like cologne and stuff. So I'm looking good. I'm smelling good. And I make sure that my posture is good. That like, no matter what they saying, like, most of the time my head is up and yeah you have a good poker face you have a good poker yeah. body and even if they say something that i like i i give them like a little head nod or you know i might you know, because the whole time i'm not i'm not bothered no you know, but you know i'm trying to execute on or convey on stage as well like stage presence is definitely key do you think me, you'll ever, I mean, you, you have great points. I think maybe a step, it would be almost like a seminar or a class, or I don't know if you want to do maybe like a book on tape um, of you telling someone kind of like how to do it. How did they start the posture? Things that people would never think of the dress, um, you know, coming in, being respectful with morals. Yeah. I, I, <clears throat> Excuse me. I probably would be interested, but I kind of wanna. <clears throat> I want to save all my um my secrets and stuff for the next roles. Whoever's gonna be like the next roles, like my protege or the the person that I found, like because I wanted to say um. Uh, cause cause we have a battle league. Also, we uh take off battle league. Uh, me, my brother, Crown Vic, uh, Ricardo, and uh, Big Vic. Uh, we have our own battle league, and we have this artist. Her name's Ashley, and 
I thought Ashley was going to be the next Rose, but like Ashley to me is arguably like better than Mia. Like, oh. is, <laughs> hi, Ashley. Look her up. It's I will. Ash Lee, L E E. And she she's amazing. And what I love about her the most is she's her. Like, people have tried to tell her that, oh, you're, you're fire. You just need to. You need to yell more or, or you need to you need to dress this way. And I told her, be yourself. You know, and she wears glasses and she'll come in there dressed how she wants to dress. Did she have curly hair? She probably have had it before in the hairstyle or whatever. So I think like, I've seen her on your page. Oh, then yeah, probably did. You guys but, actually look alike. You think so? I I thought it was a family member. I'll I'll show you later, but I thought so. I think I know what you're talking about, but I swear I thought it was a family member. Wow, well, no. Well, does she wear glasses? She had glasses, yeah. I think I want to say they were brown. They were a little bit. I know I had a, because uh, um, we were supposed to do a two-on-two together in Miami, uh, but the whole event ended up getting canceled or pushed back or something. So I know I had a flyer up there. But I like I said, I thought she was gonna be the next rose, but I feel like she's she surpassed that in her own right. She's done battles in New York, um, on uh, she go hard of uh, the um, it's basically the sister league to we go hard, and um, she's her journey has been amazing as well, and you know I'm just so proud of her because. You know, she could have done whatever she wanted, but she chose to rock with us. So, you know, anytime she got a battle, though, they can book her in, in Dubai. You know, we there. Yeah. You know? Like the crowd that comes with you being in the battle, right? You have the, the crowd, the squad, the posse that comes with you. You can't you don't just go by yourself. Um, I have been to uh, some battles by myself. But it's not the same. You need a cheerleading squad. You need a squad. If more so than a squad, you need to walk through the door and look like hell. So when I come through a, a, a do an event, yeah, I need at least four, five, six people. At least minimum. Just Well, if you're like, out this way, I'll I'll come do a stand in. Oh yeah. <laughs> I would love to. I I'd love to be in the battles. Like I'm from Detroit, so um Sometimes I feel like we're close to the home of of how battling started. <laughs> yeah, uh, Detroit is that. That's where. Uh, are you familiar with Marv One and uh, Quest McCody? And, yes, yes, yeah. Quest McCody. Yes, definitely. A, a I I miss those days. <laughs> well, tell us how can we book you? I want to hear all your handles. Oh, uh, you can find me on IG. Uh, Rose the Ruler 444 Twitter uh, Solo Gang underscore Rose um, Facebook uh, Rose the Ruler um, YouTube Lord Rose but I, I want to say that the, the best way is probably IG Rose the Ruler 444 and they can just message you yep absolutely to put you through well that's wonderful i'm gonna put all your links below 
I'm going to play your song once I find it, <laughs> which I found it earlier. And I'm like, God dang it. I should have had it set up here. But I was just more interested in being on time and, you know what I'm saying, being professional. So I will definitely do that for you. Um, this is Tatiana Tokyo-ish. And I had the best time talking to you. Absolutely. I definitely love to come back anytime. Absolutely. Listen, come back anytime. Bring back anybody you want. I'm here for you. Um, commercials, uh, anything you need. Um, I'm on two radio stations. I'm on 88.9 The Mix and I'm on 105.7 The Beat Jams. So when we're oh. when we're done here, I actually would like to write um, maybe a two minute article on you. And uh, let me say it this this week on air. Oh, that would be amazing. I would love that. It's my gift to you because I think you're wonderful. Um, uh, next time I get you on, I'm definitely going to be more comical and I'm going to make you laugh. Okay. <laughs> I threw in a little bit of the porn star stuff, but I'll put in. I'm I'm really like inappropriate all the time, but today you had me professional. See, I even wore the all black dress professional. <laughs> I was being good. No, it's good. People are gonna see it. They're gonna laugh. They're gonna be like, "How did she hold her face?" Because <laughs> I'm always throwing out gutter jokes. Like I'm the worst. By the end of an interview, someone always goes, you know, I really hate you. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but I love that. That's, that's the best part because most cute girls don't come out and say the most raunchiest things that I say. So, Right. Consider yourself spared. <laughs> oh, I've got you next time. Look, I'm going to write my little battle for you next time and then we're going to go. All right. I'll be ready then. Let me Ready. I did. I did a Tokyo-ish song, and I don't. I'm not a rapper, so I I'll send it to you. I'm I'm gonna release it soon, but um, I have IV vodka coming out soon. Um, the my show, The Bells of Tampa Bay. I'd love to come and integrate with you as far as maybe being in a video. Um, you know, you come on our show. I would love that our show come to one of your battles. Uh, if gotcha. you don't mind, a bunch of porn stars. Uh, we we welcome everyone. The Lord's house is is open to all. You know? God, strippers in the Lord's house—that just sounds wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to make you a T-shirt that says "Strippers are welcome in the Lord's house." That's gonna be our thing. That's our yeah. thing. That's our tagline. Gotcha. Oh, this is gonna be fun. Everybody always has a tagline. It's always something. Um, the other day. A guy from Catfish, I was interviewing him, and um, I guess some girl said something random to him, and she said, fill me up. <laughs> and that's his that's his line. I send him texts, and his shirt's going to say, fill me up, daddy, by Tokyo-ish. <laughs> um, so, in the Lord's house, I love it, Lord Rose. This is Tatiana Tokyo-ish, and you're coming back on because we're going we're gonna to make you laugh. Absolutely. You're a star. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Yes.